Hey, Remore Nurses. It's Monday. We are going to have another NCLEX review session. We're actually going to talk about Burger's disease today. And this is what we do every Monday here at remarnurse.com. If it's your first time joining us, my name is Professor Regina Callion, and I am happy to be on your journey for you to pass NCLEX. Burger's disease is very important. Um, it's one of the topics that I cover in Quick Facts. You guys know the new Quick Facts for Next Gen is coming soon. You can pre-order it. Actually, it's coming very, very soon. You can pre-order it. And anybody that signs up for V2, if you're signing up for my full NCLEX review program uh, to learn about next-gen NCLEX faster, right now, right now, the uh, the next-gen quick facts is not going to be included with that package just because, let me say this, just because it's not available for release, but you can pre-order it. So anybody that's jumping in the V2 right now will be jumping in at the $69 price and you will be able to order next-gen quick facts very soon, very soon. So pre-orders is happening right now. We're going to get into Berger's disease. Do you know about this condition? Did you learn about it in nursing school? Have you read about it? Let's get into it. So Berger's disease is it is a very, very interesting condition for patients to have, all right? So with Berger's disease, it is categorized as an inflammatory and thrombotic process, all right? And it is a process, oh, hey, listen, if you are taking next-gen NCLEX, if you are taking next-gen NCLEX, I am doing something special. Let me just highlight this. Let me just pause for the cause. This is very important. Anybody here, basically, if you are taking next-gen NCLEX um, and you have my V2, okay, the first person that passes the next-gen NCLEX with V2, I'm going to give $1,000 to, the first person. Like, remember we were talking about how we wanted to reward the Remar nurses and my kids came on and they were like, take them to Dubai and all this, all these things. Anyways, first person that passes next-gen NCLEX with V2, you let me know you took next-gen NCLEX. You tell me, right? Do a video. Come on live. Say you passed next-gen NCLEX. Um, I'm going to give you $1,000. Anybody who is taking next-gen NCLEX in the month of April, I'm just saying April right now, um, and you use the V2 and you pass next-gen NCLEX, I'm going to give you your money back. Yeah, I'm going to give you your money back. So um, whatever you invested into Remar, $89, whatever, I'm going to give it back to you. So let me know. Let me know um, how it goes. I am interested, all right? Interested, interested, interested. Anybody who, let, let me clarify this. You take NextGen NCLEX in April, you pass it in April, all right? Take NextGen NCLEX, pass it in April with V2. I'm going to give you your money back. All right. Blessings to our family. This is how we get down. I mean, this is what makes Remar Remar. We are we are a for real serious community and we want to reward people who invest in themselves and 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 who are man, just part of our community. That's what it's about. And so I hope you guys are excited about all the success that's coming our way. And I don't know, we might extend it out. I don't know, but I'm just saying for April, let's let's start there. Let's start there. Cause I don't know anybody else is doing that. So let's just start with April. All right. Um, and I'm, I know you guys are here. You're here for class. So you're serious about your education. All right, let's get into it. 
So anyways, with Berger's disease, it's an inflammatory and thrombotic process of the arteries and veins of the extremities. So typically we're talking about the hands and the feet. All right. Patients are often present. Uh, I'm sorry. Patients often present with moderate to severe claudication. These are words that you should know, should be familiar with, um, that can quickly progress to critical limb ischemia. The nursing care includes ways to slow disease progression and at the same time, assist clients in making the necessary adjustments in their normal living habits. So this is the condition of throm um, thromboangitis obliterans or Berger's disease. Now, just to make it very clear for everyone, thromboangitis obliterans is a condition where blood clots are going to be developing. And what happens because these blood clots, these small to medium sized um, blood clots are developing in the arteries and veins, you are going to have ischemia, all right? And the ischemia, the ischemia is going to cause even further issues. So even as we're thinking about it, even as we're thinking about it, if a patient was getting multiple clots in the fingers, right? What would be the next complication of that? Just think about it. And this is how we study for this is how we study for next gen NCLEX. We are anticipating issues. So if a patient was getting like multiple blood clots in the fingers and things like that, what kind of issues would we be expecting them to come to the hospital reporting? What would they be saying? All right. All right. Now, this condition is strongly associated with tobacco products, tobacco products and tobacco use. Huge. These, these two conditions will always be reflective of each other. A person that smokes, a person with thromboangitis obliterans, same thing. All right. Clinical manifestations. Person's going to come in. Person's going to be extremely young. Extremely young. Probably male. But this is a condition of younger people. And so it is a lot of, um, you know, it's surprising. It's surprising. For me growing up, and I don't know if this is the same for you guys, but for me growing up, I had an uncle who smoked cigarettes a lot. And he was missing like four fingers. And I always assumed that he lost them in the war. Because <laughs> I don't I don't know. I always assume like he lost, he had like four fingers missing on one hand and then one on another hand. And he 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 always would just come over and he would like just be going about his days, but he was missing fingers. But I always remember him still smoking. And I always thought he lost his fingers in the war. And dog on it, it clicked today. The man probably had this condition. He probably had this condition. It is common in young men. Now, my uncle was much older. He was in his like 60s, right? Um, when I noticed that the fingers were gone, but he probably got it in his 20s and 30s. And at the time, maybe they just didn't know, or, or maybe he just didn't want to stop smoking. But being a young man, smoking, dependent on nicotine, 
is going to be the most common clinical presentation of Berger's disease. Person is going to have ischemia. So like you guys are writing, their fingers are going to turn blue. They will be painful. It's just like when you have a heart attack, it's painful, right? Because you have a clot in your, in your vessels that are not supposed to be there. And the rest of the, you know, the distal, um, the distal extremity is like, hey, where's our innervation? Where's our oxygen? Cold sensitivity, this also can happen when the patient goes outside as well, because you're going to have some constriction of the vessels there, and then joint pain. So this is what it was like. This is what it's like to have this claudication, this Berger's disease in your fingers and in your toes, right? So how do we assess it? Oh, you got to know assessment. So we are going to look at the vasculature of the patient. Sometimes you cannot see the vessels in a young person because they're not, um, you know, they're, they're not poor. They're going to be healthy vessels besides this condition. So we're going to look at the age of the patient. Like I said, this Berger's disease happens for young people, young people. The second thing is the Allen's test. And you want to know about the Allen's test because it is to check for the patency of the radio and ulnar arteries, okay? So the first thing that you do with the Allen's test, if you don't remember, is you have the patient clench their what? They're clenching their fist. Now, how long, how long should the patient clench their fist for? Is it like a quick like, one, two, three, four, five, and then open. Should it be a minute? How long? Okay. Clench your fist for 30 seconds. And that is going to make sure that all of the blood that was in the hand before is now draining out. Because we want to see how fast the owner and radio arteries are going to innervate that hand, make it pink again. So when your patient does that, they clench their fist. And then they, bam, open their fist. The hand should be white at first. Actually, you have to look at it. So the hand should be white, and then it should quickly turn to a pink hand. That means that the radial and the ulnar artery are working fine, right? You got a pink hand. So if that happens, then you know either you have nice innervation, and so the hand has got perfusion. But the next step is specifically looking at the radio side and the owner side. And so the clenched fist doesn't do that. And so that's when you literally have to occlude, like this picture here, you have to hold down and press both sides of the wrist until all of the hand is white, okay? That means you stop the blood flow to the hand. And then you would start with the owner artery first and you would lift up on the ulnar artery, okay, you would release the ulnar artery and you would see, hey, does the hand turn pink or is it still white? If the hand turns pink, then the ulnar artery, the ulnar artery is not blocked. It's fine. All right. Do it again. And you hold down both sides. Okay. And then you lift up the radial side. And if the hand is still white, then you know up oh, there's an occlusion in the radial artery. And so that is where the blockage is. All right. So you would be looking at one or the other. The Allen's test is really great to do for Berger's disease because 
the other ways of trying to determine this condition can be extremely painful or inconclusive. All right, so like I said, blood work, you you can see that your patient, you know, their oxygenation is changing, but it doesn't give you a direct cause of it, right? And then a biopsy, you could do a biopsy of a vessel, but typically that's not done because the vessels in the hands are really what? Are they small or are they big? Yeah, they're really small. So it's going to be kind of challenging to biopsy such a small vessel. All right. So those things are typically not done. Now, what you would have to do, which is very next gen-ish, is you would have to explore what are possible differential diagnosis. And moving forward with NCLEX and our critical thinking, we have to be able to look at a condition like Berger's disease and say, you know what? This is Berger's disease, but it also has some similarities to peripheral artery disease, okay? Now, peripheral artery disease is not gonna be caused um, by the same thing as Berger's disease. So with peripheral artery disease, we're thinking about hypertension. There may be lesions that are occurring and um, diabetes mellitus type two that may be occurring. All right. So let, uh, let's, let's explore those. Shout out to nurse Tina. She says, I wrote my NCLEX on Thursday, March 30th, and I passed. I use V2 with the question bank and quick facts. Praise God. And thank you, Team Remar. I'm so, so excited. Thank you for coming on here, Nurse Tina, letting me know your testimony. New RN in the house. That's amazing. Tell us that it wasn't so bad. Tell us that we just need to be calm and go in there and we can pass too. We need some, we need some good vibes today. All right. Um, no, so we were talking about peripheral artery disease that may look like um, Berger's disease. We're also talking about thromboembolytic disease. If there's some sort of arterial sclerosis that's causing it, vasculitis, if the vessels are inflamed, that might cause some of the same symptoms. Work environment, people who work with heavy tools like a jackhammer or another, uh, you know, I'm not good with tools, but like if your work environment causes your hands to constantly have force or trauma to them, then it can present like, you know, thromboenditis blitterans, but it's not. All right. So that is what a differential diagnosis is trying to explore. You have these symptoms, but could it be from something else? And so medications like cocaine and amphetamines, they will also present like this Berger's disease. So how is it managed? And we have our NCLEX questions coming up about this. How is it managed? Smoking cessation, okay? You can also give intravenous prostaglandins because they help with healing and they will decrease the risk of your patient having to get an amputation. Intermittent, pneumatic compression. All right. And that is to help with, that's to help with circulation. You know, those um, SCDs, sequential suppression compression devices that we put on the patient's legs and they massage the patient's legs and they put the pressure going up the legs. They help with circulation. So that might be important for our patients to have. Vasodilators. 
got to have vasodilators if you have a condition of constriction of the vessels. And then also revascularization essentially means replacing the vessels. This is not typically done because we're talking about the small vessels of the hands and the feet. And so trying to replace them is going to be a challenge and probably more pain than the patient wants to take on. All right. So it is an option, but very, you know, less likely to happen. So our nursing priorities, and this is what I love about the Next Gen Quick Facts, is that I am really focusing on the clinical priorities in that book. Have to assist the client in developing a plan to stop smoking. That is it. That is the key. Encouraging lifestyle modification. So if your patient is smoking because they uh, do it to relieve stress or they have a learned pattern or their spouse smokes, then they're going to have to adjust their, their lifestyle. Okay. Provo promote vascularization exercises. There are things that help circulation to flow. The biggest thing is walking. Like walking really helps all of the vessels to work as they were intended to because it's exercise. Wound care, because patients who go long times without treating this condition and they continue to have blood blockage or blood clots in the small vessels, what is going to happen? We talked about, yes, the extremities will be blue, they will be painful, but another thing that's gonna happen if you continue to have occlusion to your hands, I want y'all to think of my uncle. You're gonna start to have lesions, okay? You're, you're gonna start to develop sores and on the hands, right, up here, right? So you're gonna have sores here. And because you're not getting circulation, are those wounds ever gonna heal? Probably not, right? It's gonna take a long time for those wounds to heal. So what ends up happening is gangrene, all right? And then you got to start cutting fingers off because the patient could not give up the smoking or they, yeah, they just couldn't give it up. And so they end up losing those extremities, fingers, toes. This is good. This is good for next-gen NCLEX because usually when we talk about somebody losing fingers and toes, what's the first thing we think of? What's the first thing we think of? We think of what? We think of diabetes mellitus. We think of uncontrolled type 2 diabetes mellitus. So now NCLEX presents you with 25-year-old, right? Comes in, no medical history, right? You don't know anything about his history. Patient comes in, they're a smoker. Smoke two packs of cigarettes a day. They have unhealed wounds on their toes, right? What's the possible condition? Mm, they're going to give you three conditions. I bet you diabetes mellitus type 2, thromboangitis obliterans. What else could we say? Mm, and it's going to be something weird that probably wouldn't even, wouldn't even correlate. I don't know. Maybe chronic renal failure, right? And they're going to say which condition is likely the patient has. Now, the untrained the, the, the nurse that did not show up to this class today is automatically going to go with diabetes mellitus type 2, right? Frostbite would be good too. Frostbite would be good too. But you will know that this is definitely Berger's disease.
Asperger's disease because we don't have, they're, they're not going to give you a blood glucose level. They're not. So this is it. This is how we pass. This is how we pass. We show up with the content, content over everything. Okay. Getting back to our priorities. Okay. Provide comfort measures. Yes. Prevent venous stasis ulcers. Yes, because we do not want this patient to start having sores. We do not want this patient to start having sores. All right. Um, yeah, would Raynard's disease be, Raynard's? Yes, it would be. But with this particular condition, what did I say about this patient? What do we know about this patient? What do we know about this patient? All right. Now you will know. Now you will know. What do we know about this patient that is unique to um, Berger's disease? I'm waiting for the answer on here. Okay. We know that they're a smoker. Absolutely. They are a smoker. But also something else that is very specific to this. Ah, uh, their age, they're young, 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 young. Typically for most of the disease processes that we study in, um, for NCLEX, they're of a, a certain age group, right? They're, they're, they typically tend to be older. So even though this is not a pediatric condition, this is a condition of the young adult. And so that is what is going to make it distinctive from others, okay? So it's something that a person who smokes, they have, I, I don't want to say it's an adverse effect to nicotine, but it almost kind of is. Like, so you get this condition and you immediately, you know, start having this type of reaction to, to it. So that's what's going to, the really, that's, I think that's what's going to also set it apart clinically if you were doing a differential diagnosis, okay? All right, let's get back into it. I love it. I love how our dialogue just gets us to, to take our critical thinking to the next level. But it always starts with the content. And so we got the content. So now, um, now let's get into the questions. Keisha, why are people referring to it as writing the NCLEX? Shouldn't it be taking the exam? Yes, Keisha. Um, so in the international community, this is how this is how they speak. They say writing the exam. And so it basically means taking it. It's the same thing. It's just a different vernacular. So we are a global community here. And I'm even learning things myself from you guys. So that's why. That's why. All right. Let's get into the NCLEX questions. I want to see comments on the screen. Here's our first question, guys. It's this. Mm -hmm. A male client presents with swelling of his right foot at the dorsum area and an ischemic ulcer on its first toe. The nurse anticipates the diagnosis of Berger's disease if the client has, number one, Type 2, diabetes mellitus. 2, family history of blood disorders. 3, nicotine dependence. 4, personal history of thrombosis. Come on, Remar nurses. One session with me. 
will change your life. All right. And I'm saying this because it only takes a short review to be able to answer really any question that NCLEX gives you. Because if you know the content, it don't matter how the question is presented. You know what you know, and that can't be taken away from you. All right. And I see y'all tracking with me. You were listening today. Ah. <laughs> Boma says, oh my God, I got Burgers disease on my NCLEX and I didn't know what it was. It was so random and it made me think of McDonald's. And that is, you know what? There's nothing like a real testimony, a real true testimony, because that's what happens. Um, I think, you know, when we're taking NCLEX, it is, uh, it is like, if we are not prepared with content, then anxiety takes over. <laughs> so now I'm so glad that you're here because we're doing, we're doing burgers disease today. <laughs> Hit that like button, subscribe to the channel. Every time I go live, you're not going to want to miss it. You're not going to want to miss it because everybody that came to class today knew the right answer was yes. Tau, tau, tau. Burgers disease or thromboenditis obliterus tau is commonly is common in clients who are heavy cigarette smokers, marijuana users, and chewing tobacco, as also known as smokeless tobacco users on NCLEX. They may say smoking tobacco users. You know they chewing it. All right. So diabetes mellitus type 2, family history of blood disorders, and a personal history of thrombosis can be predisposing factors. However, they do not have a strong association with tau. All right. Two. Good job, everybody. Good job. Let's try this one. As the nurse is assessing a client with lower extremity, superficial thrombophlebitis, which of the following is consistent with Berger's disease? Number one, basal spasm lasting several minutes. Two, pain, paler, and pulselessness. Three, claudication, cyanosis, and coldness or four, postural hypotension. We got this. We got this. We are excited about our test date. We are feeling confident. We know our content. And again, the community is showing up with the right answer. We got some new testimonials today. This is a great, a great Monday. This is a great Monday. You guys are doing extremely well. The correct answer was three, okay? Claudication, that's a word. That's a word for your memory bank. Cyanosis and coldness. So when the inflammation and the fibrotic arteries and veins are in Berger's disease, they're common. This is what the patient is going to experience. You know, basal spasms is going to be common in Raynard's. We talked about Raynard's earlier as a possible differential diagnosis. Raynard's clients are going to have the basal spasms, okay? Um, pain, paler, impulsiveness are their symptoms of ar arterial occlusion, but not, not necessarily burgers, which is what we're talking about. And so that's why you're going to have to have a very intimate relationship with your content so that you can differentiate between one and another. The next gen quick facts is going to help you do that. It is going to help you do that. Number three, here's our question. A female client is newly diagnosed with Berger's disease and is experiencing 
painful fingers and toes. She asked the nurse on how to prevent disease progression. The nurse's best response will be, will be what? Is it going to be one, maintaining meticulous, meticulous hand and foot care? Two, abstaining from tobacco products. Three, a low fat and sodium diet. <laughs> or four, wearing socks and gloves. Wearing socks and gloves. Mm-hmm. What saith you guys? We are, we are live right now. This is remarnurse.com. And we're talking about, we're talking about burgers disease. I forgot to do our challenge. You guys know, typically we do a like the video challenge. And so right now on YouTube, we have 47 likes. We have 298 people watching. So we almost have 300 people watching. So, 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 so let us get to 130 right now. If you're on YouTube, like this video, Tonisha came in and said, Hey, Regina, I definitely have to send you a video. I passed PN on the date, April 1st, 2023, after studying with you. Yeah, yeah, Tonisha. I said earlier, anybody that passes next-gen NCLEX with the V2, and the actually, I said the first person that passes next-gen NCLEX with the V2, um, I was going to give them $1,000 if they did a video and did a live. So you're halfway there. You got one out of three. You pass with V2. You just need to do two more things and that $1,000 is yours. Anybody else taking next-gen NCLEX in this month and they study with me, they have the V2, I'm going to give you your money back. All right. So we are trying to get to, we are trying to get to what I say, 130 likes. We're almost there. We're almost there. Let's go, guys. Let's go. So let us congratulate. Woo. Mm. Let us congratulate the Remar nurses that are taking it. Tonisha, if you go here and you go to anybody that's doing a testimonial, if you go to www.remarnurse.com forward slash party, because it's a party when you pass the NCLEX, you do your testimonial video right there. That's where you do it. Okay. All right. Um, so let's get to the answer. Let's get to the answer here. Most of you guys have put in... Two, I think you were saying two. So two is going to be indeed the right answer. We are talking about Berger's disease. And I am letting you guys know, abstaining from, abstaining from the alcohol, Um, I'm sorry, not the alcohol, the nicotine is going to be the most important thing. And just as another side note, even if the patient says, I will reduce my smoking, right? Is that good enough for Berger's disease? I will cut back on my smoking. Is that going to be good enough? No, not for Berger's disease, okay? Um, Patricia, Austria, welcome. Even if the patient says this, wait, what if the patient says this? Let me think. What if the patient says, I will not smoke. I'll use the patch instead. What if the patient says that? I will not smoke cigarettes. I'll use the patch instead. Is that like thumbs up? 
what do you guys say? I got so many comments coming. I'm gonna have to stop and do um <laughs> I'm gonna have to stop and do questions and answers for everybody because I have like a million comments coming in. Shout out to Nurse Jenny. Praise God. I passed in uh you passed March 27th. Thank you, Regina, for everything. Let me know, Jenny. Are you a RN or a PN? What should I be celebrating? How should I address you? Let me know. I love that name, Jenny. It it's um it's very special to me. All right. What about the nicotine patch? Is the nicotine patch okay? Because I mean, that's not like smoking cigarettes. So what will we say? We will also say, no, it's not. Because like Michelle is saying, abstain means abstain, not anything. We can't have you smoking. We can't have you patching. We can't have you vaping. We can't have you doing whatever else that you, wherever else you can get nicotine, it's the nicotine that's causing the, vasoconstriction and so you can't do it anymore and if you don't do it if you don't listen gonna end up like my uncle four fingers gone i don't know why all right so you got to give it up all right the other things will help wearing gloves and socks may help with the constriction may help with the pain but it's not going to be the best all right meticulous hand and foot care that is going to be also very um, very beneficial, low salt, low fat diet, but no, it is going to be woo. All right. All right. Um, now let us go to the next question. Now, this may be, this may be it. I got to check our light goals, but here's the question. As the nurse promotes the client's smoking sensation, cessation for a client with Berger's disease. What is the most important information that the nurse should know? Okay, here we go. Here we go. As the nurse promotes the client's smoking cessation for a client with Berger's disease, what is the most important information that the nurse should know? Okay. Number one, client is motivated to quit smoking. Two, client understands the goal of treatment. Three, client is able to join support groups. Four, Client's perception of nicotine dependence. Client's perception of nicotine dependence. Client is, is able to join support groups. Two, client understands the goal of treatment. One, client is motivated to quit smoking. What is the most important information, okay, that the nurse should know? Oh, and this is a good one. And I see that it's dividing you guys. Uh, so I am happy to reveal the answer. This is critical thinking. This is critical thinking right here. And there is a, there is a benefit of knowing a lot of content. And there is also a benefit of being, a, being able to apply that content to a scenario. Okay. And you have to be able to do both. And so that's why, that's why I tell you guys content first and then questions. When you're in the V2, do the content, do the questions. Don't neglect either part. They're both very important, okay? Um, right now for our goal, we are 109 likes. If we want to get to the fifth question, if we want to unlock it, we just need 21 more. So if you haven't liked the video on YouTube, just stop and like the video. And we are going back to this very interesting question. I asked you guys, if you were planning... Uh, 
a program or a plan to help a person to stop smoking specifically not and, and let me be clear it's not just for them to stop smoking we are talking about a person with burger's disease that is what i want you to remember because a lot of y'all are putting the wrong answer and, and it's because you're just thinking general and NCLEX is giving you a focus okay the focus is the client has burger's disease that's it. So the correct answer is four. The correct answer is four. The reason why the correct answer is four is because at the end of the day, the most important thing that we need to remove from the patient's life is the nicotine. So a lot of you went with number one because you said, the client's motivation to quit smoking. But it's not really the smoking. It's the what? It's the nicotine, which I have been hammering this entire, I've been hammering the tire, this entire session. I, I told you guys that, right? So you have to be very, very, very careful on your NCLEX exam that you are answering the right question, not just any question. Because is it important to know that the client is motivated to quit smoking? Absolutely. But just because somebody says, I'm ready to quit smoking, that doesn't mean they're ready to give up nicotine. <laughs> maybe, you know, maybe they just think, I, I'm okay, I'll quit smoking. They don't want me to do the cigarettes. I'll do the patch. I'll do the patch for them. Okay. Two, the client understands the goal of treatment. Yeah. So a client can understand that this is good. I'm glad you asked me that. The client can absolutely understand the goal of treatment. The goal of treatment is for me to have less problems with blood clots. I understand that the goal uh, for me is to have a healthy lifestyle. The goal is for me to, you know, stop smoking stop being yeah, they may even know about nicotine they may know like the goal is for me to you know eventually you know stop stop smoking stop using nicotine that's the goal right but at the end of the day <laughs> are you going to be able to give up this nicotine can you do it how do you feel about it what are the barriers that may be keeping you? So you have that is what you have to evaluate. That is the most, and that's what we're talking about. Support groups, support groups are okay, but uh, support groups are uh, that's not addressing the most important thing. Okay, it's the nicotine because the nicotine is precipitating everything else. It's causing all the other trouble that the patient is having. All right, did you like that one? All right, let's see. We have three hundred and seven people watching. Let's see if we made our share goal. It was just 130. It was 130. So let's see, did we get it? Remar review. Let's go to the YouTube channel. And uh, did we get it? Let's see. We got it. We got it. All right, guys. Good job. Let's go into it. 50-50 bonus goal was 130. And we made it. We made it. So here's a bonus question for you guys. Question number five, the nurse prepares a nursing care plan for a client with Tau. 
which intervention is appropriate if the client is experiencing severe ischemia despite smoking cessation. Mm. So the patient stops smoking. They still have an ischemia. What do we do? Can we do the administration of oral prostaglandins? The administration of intravenous prostaglandins. Three, surgical revascularization. Four, amputation. Oh, this is a good one. Oh, this is a good one. And it is 100% content-based. However, if you don't know the content, if you don't know the content, you begin to panic and you start reaching for things. So this is where nursing students get upset and they'll say, I never learned this in nursing school. This doesn't make sense to me. But remember, guys, let me let me, let me remind you this. I talked to a nurse that just recently passed her, in, her NCLEX PN, and she said, I felt so stupid in there, right? Um, and I reassured her and said, remember, this is what we were waiting for a test results. I said, remember, you're only supposed to get 50% of the questions right, right? You're supposed to get one right, one wrong, one right, one wrong, right? Just about that. So when you're taking NCLEX, it's looking for your weak areas. But your weak areas don't have to be easy questions like this, because this is an easy question. And most of you guys are getting it right. All right. Most of you guys are getting it right. Shout out to Jan's vlogs, past NCLEX 324. Appreciate you for coming back and telling us. That's what it's about here. Monday motivation in real time, people passing NCLEX. The correct answer, if you showed up to class, this is an easy give me question. It is going to be the IV, IV intravenous prostaglandins. They're going to be effective in helping that wound to heal, helping for vasodilation, right? And we can give an IV before we try to do any kind of surgery or amputation, okay? So did you get this one right? If you did, congratulations. If you got, honestly, if you got four out of five, four out of five, because number four was tough. Somebody asked me for the answer to number four. Let me, um, let me get there if you missed it. Um, answer to number four was this. Client's perception of nicotine dependence. That one was tricky. That was the one about what would be the most important, okay? So this is, um, this is what it's about. When we go over our content, we come up together, subscribe to the YouTube channel. So every time I go live and do one of these classes, you get you get the benefit of studying with the community because this is a condition that is in my NCLEX review, Berger's disease. But the benefit of us doing our classes on Mondays and Wednesdays is that we get to deep dive into it. You get to ask questions about it. I get to present to you guys a little bit in the diagnosis portion or the clinicals and just me talking may help you create an, a new question to ask me that I originally didn't address. So Come to class until you pass NCLEX. And then after you pass NCLEX, you just pop in and say, ugh, 
<laughs> hey, I'm back again. And I just, I just, I'm in the habit of studying. I can't let it go. That's a different problem to have. All right. Now on Mondays, you guys know we do this. Whew. Monday motivation. And I want to ask you a question here. Every day begins with new possibilities. Okay. And so I just want you to do me. I just want you to do me this, like just participate in today's class. Okay. Comments on the screen. The next gen NCLEX is finally here. Oh my goodness. I've been talking about the next gen NCLEX for years. All right. Did a hundred day countdown on TikTok. And now I'm still talking about the next-gen NCLEX in terms of students' feedback. So I gave a little bit of student feedback, which I'll get into the question and answer, just how people are uh, feeling about the next-gen NCLEX, right, after taking it. Some of you on here have taken next-gen NCLEX. You want to participate in this conversation too. But here it is. Next-gen NCLEX is finally here, okay? Have you already taken the exam? Some of you have, or are you still in the process? Are you still in the process of thinking about it? Oof, let me say this. Imagine, okay, and this is where I need y'all to participate. Imagine there's three doors in front of you. They are all the same on the outside, but look different, okay? They differ on the inside. Which one would you choose? One, two, or three? Come on, let me know. I wanna know. If you had three doors in front of you, just if you had a choice, which ones would you choose, okay? What do you think? Three, two, you said, what, what do they do? What do they do? And no, 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 no. <laughs> you just have to pick one door, just one door. What would you pick? Yeah. Okay, okay. So, no, you can't. No, you have to pick one. Like you have to go forward. And this is what Monday motivation is about. How we think about things, how we go forward, how we, you know, what we do. Okay. When we're thinking. A lot of people are picking door number one. A lot of people are picking door number one. Door number one is very interesting. Okay. All right. Door number three. Okay. All right. Let's do it. So. Door number one, what's behind door number one? Door number one, you choose this door and when you enter, you see an abandoned house. It stinks in there, strong odors, it's rubbish, trash everywhere, old furniture. That's door number one, okay? What do you think this means? Where, where am I going with this? Door number one, old furniture, abandoned house, trash, the place has been, is dilapidated. Everything is old. Door number two. You chose door number two. You enter in. The house is totally empty. No furniture. No nothing in door number two. Just an empty house. What, 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 what does this mean? What is this house? Talking about how we think about things. Talking about, you know, talking about our, 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 our mentality for the week. Door number three. Door number three. Go into this door. You enter. 
You see a nice house, new furniture, the electricity's on, it's warm, plants are growing, all right? Got the complete package, complete package. Everything is good. Ready to move in, door number three. So this exercise was this. The doors represent our own free will and the decisions that we make about our lives, how we think about our lives, how we think about our futures. Now, let me tell you this. Sometimes people choose door number one and door number one is when you don't like to move forward, okay? When you cannot let go of old habits, you're afraid to embrace change and you essentially live in the past. You keep making the same mistake and this is something, I swear, living in the past is something that so many people struggle with. So many people choose door number one when they, when they think about a situation or when they think about anything, they always tend to drift to the past. You ever meet somebody that's always talking about what they did 10 years ago? What kind of car they drove? what they did in high school, what relationship they were in, what job opportunity they missed, how they used to be, how they used to look, how things used to go. You know, a lot of people are like that. A lot of nursing students are like that. They cannot move forward. They, every time they talk about NCLEX, it's a negative. It's something that, it's something that they just can't, move forward. They talk about how they failed. They talk about how they hate studying. Like when you think about a situation, if you always tend to think about the past, even if you are just like driving, listening to music, if you cannot listen to a song and go back to the past, you got an issue with that. Like you should be thinking about the present. You're missing the entire day if you are constantly living in the past. Right. And so, yes, I'm specifically talking about NCLEX, but it, you know, <laughs> it extends into so many further things. Sometimes when we think about ourselves, some of us are still thinking about how we used to exercise in, in high school and how we used to be on the track team and play basketball. OK, that's great. But you don't have that body now. You don't have that same fitness routine now. You think about it like, oh, I used to run uh, the four by four. I used to run all day long when I was a kid. Okay, but what about today? What running are you doing today? Okay, that's a different story. Okay. Anyways, you got to let go of the past. And I like that. Yes, and that's true. And I agree. And I, and I see what you're saying. Because the past is where what we know and what we're confident with. Absolutely. I agree. And I think you know, even when we're studying for NCLEX, we learn that when you get a certain age, like when you're in your 60s and 70s, you're going to talk about the past a lot. You're going to reflect on the past, right? You're going to think about that. Um, but right now, if you're studying for NCLEX, that's not you. That's not you. You don't actually have time to do that. When you become an aged senior, yeah, we're going to talk about the past and we're going to talk about the Lawrence Welk show and Younger Than Restless and we're going to talk about all of that, but not you, not today, all right? We got to move forward with our future. The second thing is door number two. Remember that house was, psh, that house was empty. It was nothing in it, all right? And so some people are in the process of thinking about what to do 
they think about the kind of furniture they want to have. They think about the appliances that they want to have. And they have all these plans in place, but no action behind it. And that's another thing. That's a whole different deal. One person is not constantly thinking of the past. They're thinking of the future. They're always planning for the future. They're always thinking about the next thing that they're going to do. They're always daydreaming about what they're going to have in the future. But the problem is they never do anything past the thinking. That might be somebody's struggle. Constantly thinking. It's basically like, you know, you're pregnant with this, you're pregnant with this baby and the baby's in there and the baby's growing and the baby's, you know, making you so happy when you think about the baby and you got all these plans for the baby, but you never deliver the baby. The baby never gets delivered. I don't know who that is. Huge, 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 huge ministry, huge opportunities, huge dreams. You want to be a nurse. You're going to go for your master's. You're going to be a practitioner. You're going to open a clinic. You are going to, you know, have this successful career, whatever, NICU, whatever. Okay. But you never take the steps to do it. You haven't enrolled into my course. You haven't enrolled into anybody's course. You come on here, you watch YouTube videos, but then when you log off, literally that's it. You go back to dreaming about it. You're not taking any action. And then now it's two years, three years, six months, seven months, and no NCLEX progress, no NCLEX date. People stop asking you about it. They don't want to hear you talking about being a nurse no more because you're you're not doing anything about it. That's somebody's problem out there. Three. Three was the good place. Three was the house that had the furnishings. Everything was in it. You were in the process of learning. You're trying. Okay. Even when, even when you have everything, even when you have everything, even when you're learning and you have the beautiful house. The house still needs to be cleaned up. The house still needs to be straightened up. It doesn't stay perfect all the time. So you are going to have your ups and downs with studying. You have the program, you're studying, you come to the class. You know, sometimes you have to encourage yourself to clean up the house, but the house literally has everything in it that you need. You're living in it, in the present, and you're making the best of the opportunity that you have. Because the idea is that honestly, all three doors have the same opportunity. They have the present, right? And it's just whether or not you are going to make the most of this present day that you have. Are you going to be intentional about what you need to do to get where you need to be? We have a lot of nurses that came on here and say, hey, I passed NCLEX. I did it, right? And then we have probably 10 times more that are in the process somewhere, whether they're in door number one or door number two or door number three. But the idea is that this Monday is a new Monday you have never seen before. So it is a gift to you. Brand new gift, brand new Monday. What are you going to do with it? What are you going to do with it? All right. I hope that through everything that has happened in the short hours that you've been awake, 
that at the end of this Monday, you have done something to build out this house, right? The house is your career in nursing. Right now, it's a new house, but you should have a couch. You should have a microwave. You should have a TV in there. You should be beginning to furnish your house, okay? Then when you get the nursing license, you can build onto it, build an extra room, build the theater, get the swimming pool in the back because nursing will allow you to do that, all right? But right now, your room needs to have some certain elements in it. Can't be old stuff. Can't be dusty, dirty, and moldy. Can't be empty because empty, what, what is that? <laughs> you need to have the microwave, the couch, the TV, you have a carpet, need to have some toilet paper, need to have, you know, your toothbrush in there, things like that, all right? So make sure that today you have the elements that you need to be successful. That's it, all right? You do it. Change whatever door you choose in life. Remember, there is hope in every situation because you still have time. Nothing wrong with changing. Changing is not a threat to you. Change opens the doors of opportunity and make our lives better. So if you're doing something, it's not working for you, change it, okay? You need to evaluate changing your, changing your, changing that environment, changing that house up today, get a new carpet, get some pictures on the wall, <laughs> All right. I have a good time with y'all. We we really do. We have a good time. We have a good time here. <laughs> I wasn't in a great mood when I started. I wasn't today. And just doing this motivation really is putting me in a good mood. So, man. All right. I'm going to spend some time to do some question and answers. There was a ton of questions, a lot of questions earlier on about next gen, about some other things. Some people wanted um, one many things. So I'm just going to, um, spend a couple minutes and do quick, ask me quick questions, questions about next gen questions about anything. Thank you so much for the motivation. I wasn't able to pass my past life, but today is a different day. Amen. Amen. Sure is. Thank you guys for attending class today. Thank you so much. We turned burgers disease into so much. <laughs> um, so, yes, this is my third time joining and I love it. I understand here you are a great teacher. Thank you so much. I love it here. I love it here. Hi there. Where are you from, Eva? Let me know. Let me know. We have an international community. Thank you, T-Rob, for joining me here. Prayers. Just join V2 excited to start. Let me know, Vanessa, how it's going as well. Um, there is a discussion board under every video. And um, I like to read those discussion boards. Okay. Um, on the, let's see, here we go. Should I purchase the next gen quick facts? I have the old quick facts. Yes, you should. You should. And I think, Yes, you should. That's all I should just say. The difference between the five star, you have this one, um, and the next gen quick facts is that for every condition here, 
there will be in the in the next gen quick facts there's going to be this little box that says clinical priorities for nurses and so i'm i specifically focused on okay i told you all the content here but here are the clinical actions that you need to be aware of whether it's this condition looks like this condition or prioritize this or hey don't forget this i tried to do that with everything so literally everything even domestic violence uh digoxin let me see i don't think there were uh, to be honest i didn't add too many and this book is really beat up because it's been with me everywhere um i didn't add too many new conditions i just developed more the things that were in here i'm trying to think um, also, I took out the clinical skills section because with NextGen NCLEX, if you're taking that exam, there will be less of a need to know step-by-step -step things. So you're not going to have to know, okay, if I'm making a bed up, I need to raise the bed and then turn the patient. And then it's not going to be that. It's going to be more, um, if you have to make up a bed, give a medication and do you know a, a pulmonary function test what would be the order that you would do it in and that would be based on the patient's condition so i took out the clinical skills section um i redid the pharmacology section but not in a way where i took out the medications and changed them there were some medications though that are no longer recommended and so i did take those out of the um pharmacology section, because there's no point in you studying if the research says don't give them anymore. So and that that's kind of what I did there. And then what else? That's it, really. So it's really just an expansion of the content. All right. Hmm. Let me go back because it took a long time to answer that question. Will the computer continue to repeat, uh, recognize the repeat test takers on NextGen NCLEX? Yes. So every time you take NCLEX, it remembers your last exam and you will not get questions from your last exam on your future exam and you will get next gen questions. Where do we get quick facts? Remarnurse.com allows you to pre-order the next gen quick facts. You're from Ghana. Oh, that's what I did. I also talked about Gahanian nurses, right? So I I added the cultural section of the next gen quick facts. And for me, it's the most important one because I literally um, talk about the different cultures and how to care for them according to their specific needs. So um, yeah, that, that'll be something that you will see on the next gen NCLEX and uh, the next gen quick facts. That's what I want to say. So I did do, and I, some of you guys helped me with this. You were on my last live and um, nurses from the Caribbean. We did the Philippine nurses. And then you guys just asked me, I mean, you guys told me things that I needed to add into the book. Okay. So that was something else. Um, I'm very frustrated, but you helped me today. I need to gain my correct way for past NCLEX. I took four times. My friends recommend you and I want to try with you. Marcos, where are you from? Let me know. Um, 
I do help international nurses. I think sometimes when you're an international nurse, you can get overwhelmed by the amount of information you are told that you need to study. And it's not the case. It's not the case. Uh, for next gen, it's going to be very important for international nurses to be able to read an NCLEX question and understand the priority. All right. Because next gen NCLEX, essentially every item will be right. You will be able to make a case why every item could be right, but it'll, it will only be looking for the most, um, the most important but I was going to say the the option that reduces the risk of complications for your patient, which one reduces the risk significantly for your patient. And so that's a different that's a different question. OK. <laughs> All right. Right now, the next gen NCLEX presale is 50 percent off. So it's um, twenty five dollars. The price will move to probably $49 for the book. Um, the book is a lot bigger than the current NCLEX and there literally is a ton of information and there's not another book like it. Um, so the book will probably move to 40, $49, but right now in pre-sale is $25. And I want to be very clear that you guys should be getting this book from remarners.com only. I see a lot of, um, imitations of quick facts that are not quick facts. I don't even know who's writing a similar book, but the, the quick facts that I found online, and it's so funny, um, this one, the person is selling it for $109 and 99 cents. <laughs> and so be very careful guys, seriously, remarkers.com only, 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 only. All right. Um, Liberia. Thank you so much for what you do. Is quick facts enough for me? Cause I've been out of school for a decade and a nurse from Liberia. Shout out to you from Liberia. I really want to go there. I've been invited to go to Liberia. It's just the logistics of me um, getting there. However, I will say quick facts is not enough. Quick facts has never been enough in my opinion to pass NCLEX. Whenever you hear testimonials about people who pass with Remar, they do the lectures and then they do the questions. And so I recommend you getting the V2, my V2. Um, V2 is, Tiny Caesar, is aimed at next-gen NCLEX. The lectures are going to be structured very similar to how I've always done lectures. But the question bank in V2 is going to be significant for getting exposure to case studies, bow tie questions, um, case studies and bow tie questions. Mark just informed me that Amazon will have the next gen quick facts starting in June, May or June. Okay. But the pre-sale launches with us. All right. Um, this is the link um, to order for quick facts. If you are on YouTube, you can click on the link in YouTube and you can get it. When taking my NCLEX, I could hear you say, if it's a med you don't know, the question is not about the medication. It's about safety. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm like, which one is the safest answer? Truly love this. And Jan, you passed NCLEX. So that's a point. That's a great point. If you see a medication you don't know, like you haven't seen it in Quick Facts, you don't know it, 
It's not about the medication. There's a few of those like that in my question bank that I just put in there. And um, the question had nothing to do with the medication, nothing at all. One of the scenarios was um, a patient was on chemotherapy and I said, they're taking this medication, right? I know you guys haven't ever heard of the medication before, but then I asked, what's the clinical priority for the nurse, right? And so we know if the patient's on chemotherapy, what are some side effects they're going to have with chemotherapy? If this medication is a chemotherapy agent, then we know the patient's going to have what? Nausea and vomiting, right? But what I know will happen is the person will focus on that medication and then they'll choose something like, you know, monitor respirations has nothing to do with chemotherapy, right? Or watch for, I think I put watch for uh, tachycardia or something, not tachycardia, watch for um, arrhythmias. I said arrhythmias, right? But we're talking about chemotherapy. So we want to prioritize the patient's comfort. And that's how sometimes, you know, airway is not always the correct choice because it's not related to what you're being asked. And when you see sometimes airway or you see tachycardia, you go for that over comfort. But it really, for next-gen NCLEX, depends on the scenario. All right, I took my NGN today. I got the good pop-up. The $1,000 is mine. <laughs> hey, you got to do the video? <laughs> and it's yours. I'll give it to you. And probably if I have two on the same day, if two people do it on the same day, I'll probably give it to both of y'all. Y'all know I'm a sucker for rewarding people who believe in themselves. I'm a sucker for that. <laughs> All right. Um, um, can you help me by sending the V2 study schedule, the daily work plan? I have the printed workbook and ordered my next gen quick facts. Okay. So yeah, Jonette, send me an email support at remarreview.com. Okay. All right. Um, okay. This is, I will, I will update you tomorrow after getting my real email. Okay. Fingers crossed. Finger crossed. Felicia says that was a good analogy. I am picking myself back up and working on passing my NCLEX. I think the issue was the new gen was scary and no one knew where to start. That is true. And that is called paralysis of analysis. Mark and I talk about that all the time. When you have so many choices in front of you that you are just paralyzed and you don't do anything because you're constantly analyzing, well, what should I do? Should I do this? Should I go here? Should I start here? You just got to get started. You just got to choose something. I get like that when I'm thinking about what I want to eat. Do I want to go here? Do I want to go to Cheesecake Factory? Do I want to go to Soul Food? Do I want Chinese? And you end up just like, just eat something. <laughs> All right. Um, is there a benchmark score for the cat? So the computer, oh, Lord, don't get me trying to explain how my computer adaptive test works. I really need to get, a, get my developer on here because he programmed it. But essentially, everybody is going to get an individual exam, right? So everybody is going to start off with a very easy question. Now, my questions are based on Bloom's taxonomy. So there are six processes of thinking in Bloom's taxonomy. Like, you know, you start, why can the student identify? 
Can the student recognize, right? And so these are the easy questions in the CAT exam that I have. And then we go into, can the student apply? Can they organize the information? And then, so I have easy, moderate, and hard, right? And um, the, CAT, the, the degree of difficulty level in my CAT is from one to six. So, you know, the higher, the higher um, blooms are going to be, can the student evaluate? Can the student organize? Um, evaluate and create, right? Uh, so that is how my CAT works. Is there a benchmark score? You are, if you're taking the RN, you should get about 0, 0.0 logits, right? Um, and the probability of you passing is if you can reach that score or exceed it. And the PN is structured like the PN exam. It's, it's structured like the RN, except for it has the... Um, P and logits to it. All right. So it's not a, um, it's not like a 50% or a 70% because computer adaptive tests are scored on the probability statistically, could you get the next question right? Um, and so that's how it is. Sorry, I cannot explain it better. I'm just, I'm not a mathematician, psychometrician, but we consulted them to build the cat. So it's good. Um, here we go. I passed with 75 questions last week. Thank you, Regina. It was what about your reviews? Okay, cool. And I just want to encourage you guys to work, 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 work. And when I say work, 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 I don't mean it in a frustrating, you know, challenging way. I mean, when they talk about eating an elephant, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. Okay, so just print out the daily study schedule, do the session for that day. That's what you do. If you don't have my program and you want to try it out, get in the trial. There's a trial. If you go to remarnurse.com, you literally can try out the program, try out the question bank and see if you like it. Is the first 15 questions on the NCLEX trial questions? No, 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 no. You do have 15 pre-test questions that don't count. However, they will be incorporated all throughout your exam. They are not, they are not going to be identifiable to you. So you have to treat every question like it's a real question. Okay. That's good. How much is V2? V2 is at the ridiculous high, incredible price of not $300 not $200, not $100, still $89, okay? I'm still doing the introductory sale on the V2. And I don't know why I'm still doing introductory sale because literally we started this program in November and we still we just haven't moved the price up yet. So we're still trying to be a blessing to those that want to get in and get started. Okay. Yes, there's a new, the V2 is the new study kit to purchase. It's my newest program. Okay. So get into it, get a trial if you, if you don't have it. Um, shout out to my nurses from Nigeria. You're in the house. I'm glad to have you. Um, okay. I see a lot of NGN experts for a test that just started on one, two, two, three. Yes. That's the newest thing. So you guys know I've been doing NCLEX prep for over 12 years now. Very happy to have um, been able to teach for such a long time. 
this is the new thing. <clears throat> Everybody's a next gen expert. Every single body. It's like, <laughs> it's like turned into an overnight thing. So I know you guys have a lot of choices for NCLEX reviews that are essentially just popping up, like literally. Um, and so what I just want to, you to be mindful of is that whatever NCLEX review you choose, you should know the person, okay? Because there has to be a level of accountability. There are some NCLEX reviews that are essentially literally cartoon characters. You don't know at all who is behind that cartoon character. You don't know. <laughs> um, and so be very, very careful when you are investing into a program like, you know, there are also some NCLEX reviews who have people writing the NCLEX questions and things like that who are never taken to NCLEX, not even in nursing at all. All right. So um, just be careful. All right. And then also make sure that you are actually getting what you need to pass next gen NCLEX. So that means materials that are for the actual exam. Anybody, I know having a question bank for next gen NCLEX is probably very difficult. Not many people who are doing NCLEX reviews have the technology for next gen NCLEX and they won't. So you have to make sure that you are being able to do what you need to do to be the most comfortable on your next gen NCLEX. So yes, V2, the question bank in V2 is geared for next gen NCLEX means there's case studies, there's bow tie questions, there's partial credit scoring, there's a select a number that apply, there's multiple response, there's drop down, there's closed questions, there's multiple response matrix. All 14 question types are in my V2 question bank. Okay. Um, do we have dosage and calculation on the new NCLEX? Uh, so there will be dosage questions on next-gen NCLEX. You should not have as many calculation questions on next-gen NCLEX because the calculation questions, um, if they're pounds to kilograms, you won't have to do that anymore. If they're milliliters to centimeters, you won't have to, milliliters to like centi, uh, millimeters to like grams is usually what it is, right? You won't have to do that anymore. They'll give you that information. Okay. All right. Um, can I download the new version with the V2 training? No, it won't be a downloadable book. Um, can you please put a link to purchase the quick facts next gen, please? Yeah, it's in the, um, uh, it'll be in this thread. It'll be in this thread. Um, if I purchase the next gen V2 this week and delay start for May, because I will be on vacation, will the next gen quick facts be included? Um, I, so what I would, yeah, you can, I don't, let me check really quick because what I think is happening right now is that everybody is required to pre-order the next gen NCLEX. So you have to go to the link separately. If you purchase the quick, if you purchase, I'm getting clarification right now. I hear it. 
pre-order separately. So, okay. So if you get the V2, you can delay it for up to 90 days. So you can delay it because you're going on vacation in May. If you order the V2, delay the start until May, but you have to pre-order the next gen quick facts. All right. And that that's coming. That'll tell you, um, that will tell you, it will tell you on the page where you are at in pre-ordering it. Like, so your book is expected delivery this week that week, the website will tell you. Email is the best way to contact me. Email support at remarreview.com. I signed up for the trial version of V2, but whenever I log in, there is never a video or course in my file vault. What should I do? Okay. File vault is unavailable in the trial version of V2. So you don't have access to the file vault. You're in the trial. So you're only going to have access to partial video lectures. So you want to have access to like six videos and some of the questions in the question bank. Okay. So um, that's probably why you don't see anything in the file vault, but send me an email and I can probably send you screenshots. Thank you so much for your encouragement. Okay. Um, Please, I start the RN program in September. Can I get the V2 for RN now? You can. You can get the V2. If you have time, <laughs> listen, if you have the time and you want to do my NCLEX review before nursing school, and I totally get it. Like some people, I know y'all, y'all just need to be prepared and you need to know everything. It's like you need to know the movie before you go see the movie. I'm like that sometimes. And so you want to get a jump start in nursing school. I think that's fine. I usually like for you to have at least one semester of nursing school because I feel like, you know, you get a lot of terminology early on that will be helpful that when I'm talking during my NCLEX review, you might feel a little bit like you're listening to another language. Okay. However, if you are, if you have the time and you want to go through the lectures and fill out the workbook, I can't imagine how how far ahead you will be of everybody else if you did that. Like, you will go into nursing school knowing so much if you did an NCLEX review beforehand. If I would have did an NCLEX review before I went to nursing school, I probably wouldn't have started having like anxiety and panic attacks during nursing school. I probably would have felt so much better, but it was never... Nobody ever told me to do an NCLEX review <laughs> before or during nursing school. I, I literally like did everything the hard way. So I would say that um, if you have the time to do it, go for it, sis, go for it. The V2, does it come with video? Absolutely, absolutely. The V2 is mostly video. I do have the question bank. There's 23. There's 2,300 questions in the question bank, 2,300 questions in the question bank, plus you get a computer adaptive test. Mm, and then in the P in question bank, there's 2,200 questions. So is it, you are right. <laughs> uh, I'm, I will not complete the nursing program until December. Okay, so right now it's April. Okay, so you got a while. Would you recommend purchasing the V2 now or should I wait until I'm closer to completing? If you're in nursing school, I imagine you are pretty overwhelmed already with stuff, right? Would you say that? 
So I wouldn't want you to start too soon and then not really be able to go through it. Because the thing about my course is that you have to do it in order. So you can't skip around. Like my goal, this was my NCLEX review. My goal is for you to learn in a, in a good system so that the end of it, all your bases are covered. So you won't be able to be like, oh, let me do respiratory today. Let me do psych tomorrow. It's not like that. It's a course. So you have to dedicate the appropriate time to it. So for you, I would say if you have a break, like if you have a summer break, do an NCLEX review during the summer. Or if you have dedicated time where you can do an NCLEX review, then do it. But if you're already like struggling with nursing school, like barely getting stuff read and stuff turned in, don't add an NCLEX review to your plate until closer to you're about to graduate. Now, if you are taking the exit exams, definitely do the NCLEX review beforehand if you can. I was, at, I was singing at a church yesterday a girl came up to me like, hey, are you Remar? I'm like, yeah. She like, I can't pass my exit exams. I need help. I'm taking again in August. Can you help me? Yeah, I can help you. So take your exit exams serious because nursing schools are, are really putting a lot of focus on exit exams and they're not letting you graduate unless you get a certain score. Is the first shift book have the new materials first shift is about how to be a great nurse it doesn't have anything to do with NCLEX so you can get first shift anytime and start reading it and start preparing your mind mentally for the the transition into nursing mm. yeah if you purchase if you purchase the v2 this week to get started this week you still have to get the next gen quick facts because I'm actually, I'm no longer selling this one. I'm no longer selling this one anymore. So um, anybody that buys this one will have to get it off of Amazon because our producers are not selling it. We're only selling the next gen. And right now we're taking pre-orders for it. All right. Um, Team Remar, can you put the link to get the pre-sale on Facebook as well? Facebook is asking for it. What are the main topics you think we should focus on for the new case studies? Um, the main topics are going to be I'm taking a moment. The main topics are going to be those involved with adult health care, hypertension, diabetes mellitus, um, renal failure, chronic and acute renal failure, appendicitis, congestive heart failure, myocardial infarction. The, the least amount of things that you're going to have to focus on is, are probably going to be pediatrics. Um, even maternity will be more than pediatrics now. How... Um, yeah, you're still able. Are we still able to use the old quick facts book? Absolutely. Because like I said, the content from quick facts is only expanded in the next gen, but that skeleton, all those diseases and conditions, and these are the conditions that the case studies are going to be coming from. Those still have to be understood. So even if you have the five-star quick facts, get to studying it. 
literally get to study in it. Mm -hmm. Can you please explain the $50 subscription after 90 days of using V2? Absolutely. Great question. So V2 is a subscription program, right? Typically with a subscription program like Netflix, Amazon Prime, Hulu, Disney Plus, right? You pay every month to get access to the services. That is how the V2 platform works. I just give you guys an extended time in the beginning. So for $89, you're getting a chunk of time. And then after that initial period is over, then per month, it will be $50 to access all of the lectures, the question bank, and the computer adaptive test of V2, $50 a month. Now, that is automatically included. The subscription is automatically going to be established when you enter V2, right? So the program will know, okay, Nesana, am I saying that right? Has this amount of time as her subscription period. So you have that amount of time for the initial. Then after that is $50. After that is $50 a month. After that is $50 a month. So that's your contract, okay? Does that make sense? And even with V2 being $89, say you say you did V2 and then you had to ex extend it for $50 a month. You needed an extra month for $50. That's still significantly cheaper than a question bank like UWorld where you're paying $200 just for questions, no lectures, no computer adaptive test at all, right? So we still try to keep our prices the lowest for the most. The new program that you have, can you finish it in four weeks? Absolutely. The program that I have, I actually, you actually, people are finishing it in two weeks, in three weeks. Now, some people take longer. If you've been out of school for 10 years, it may take you a little bit longer to do the program. The testimonial video that I saw today, the, um, the young lady said she studied for two months. And she was consistent for two months. I believe that because if you're working, if you're, you know, taking care of kids, it takes you a little bit longer. All right. Um, the link is in the YouTube video. Right now, the pre-sale price for uh, Next Gen Quick Facts is $25, I believe. Ada. Regina, I passed on my third try. Thanks to you and God. Please know this V2 is amazing. Everyone, you got this. Remars heaven sent. God bless you. Ada, do me a favor and do a video. Send in a video testimonial. Remarnurse.com forward slash party. <laughs> V2 doesn't come with a printed workbook. Um, V2 comes with a downloadable workbook. Let me see if I have it. I do have it right here. Yeah, V2 comes with a workbook that looks like this. And the reason why I did it is because I have a lot of international nurses and people that want to get started right away. And so you can get started right away. All right. You got to download and print the workbook. Mm, 
got the v2 now but the delay to start for 90 days you can get the v2 now if you are not ready to start it you can delay it for 90 days and i'm telling you this is a great time to get the v2 because you have so much so many months in your initial subscription so that may definitely be changing so check that out they gave you all the symptoms and you have to know the diseases that they were talking about okay so that's kind of how I like to teach, um, especially in quick facts. And that's why quick facts is really good because quick facts will help you to be ident identify the important points. V2 is fire. I used it and passed my NCLEX PN over the weekend. Yay. Please all nursing students look forward to pass the NCLEX. Kindly purchase it. Thanks once again, Professor Regina. Y'all need to be sending me in these testimonials. It's very important. I'm trying to tell y'all, giving away $1,000 to the first person that passes next-gen NCLEX with V2 and does a video and comes on live, all right? Um, yes, remember the V2 has the PDF workbook, video lectures, and full next-gen NCLEX question bank. <laughs> I have to I have to renew my V2 because I'm on a I'm on unpredictable vacations in Austria. Unpredictable vacations. That's you sound like you live in a life already. Um, but I'm almost at the end of V2 study and I love it. Amazing. Get in that question bank. Get in that question bank and get it done. I'm hanging in there no matter what. I will pass my NCLEX. Absolutely, Patricia. Yes. Where's all these testimonials coming from? Regina, I can't keep calm. I passed my NCLEX RN on the 29th after three attempts. V2 was a miracle. Honestly, content is the key. I'm now an official Remar nurse. Thanks so much, darling. Please listen to me, y'all. I'm thinking about doing something really, really special, having Remar nurses um, actually join Team Remar in a very special way. Uh, because the the blessings of being able to help somebody get into nursing it's just too it's too huge it's too huge and you guys honestly are an amazing amazing encouragement to each other y'all need to be connected mm, 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 mm. do i have to complete all three absolutely have to complete the lectures absolutely have to Complete quick facts is non-negotiable. You have to complete that. You have to study it. You have to memorize it. The question bank is good. There's 2,000 questions in there. I would not say you had to complete all 2,000 questions. I would say you have to get comfortable with the content. I would say in the question bank, do as much as you can. By all means, do all 2,000 questions. But if you needed to not do all 2,000 questions, I think that would be okay if you had the content in the lecture. Email me, support at remarreview.com. Some of you guys are emailing a very old, old email address. I'm not even going to say it because I don't want you to email it, but my email is support at remarreview.com. E Marie, how do I track my order? I ordered more than a week ago. Send me an email, support at remarreview.com so that we can actually look up your order and your tracking and we can get you your tracking. All right, if you don't have it. 
I want to take it in May. Do you have a course available for next-gen NCLEX? Yes, absolutely. Okay, absolutely. Next-gen NCLEX, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> Go ahead and clean up door number one. All right, clean up door number one. Absolutely. Okay, guys, I have to get out of here. I'm going to go live on, I still have to go live on TikTok today. Um, so I have been on here for almost an hour and a half getting it done, getting it done. How long is V2 on sale? I, I don't like this question because honestly, I don't know. Um, right now, God is telling me to just, be as generous as I can with the system, with the technology, with the resources. And so that's where I'm operating in. And I'm just hoping that we have, you know, a really big impact for next-gen NCLEX where nursing students are not afraid of it. They're, they're taking it, they're passing it with V2 and all is well. Right now, um, I think we have like 19,000 students that are um, you know, looking at the videos and studying the course. And I'm just hoping for 19,000 testimonials. Like that's what I want more than anything. So that's why, honestly, if you take NCLEX in April right now and you pass with V2, we'll give you your money back. Please, I am new to this. I love it. I love it. Like, how do I join Remark? Go to remarnurse.com, remarnurse.com. It's my website. And check out the free trial of my program. If you're new to this um, and you just are like, who is this lady? What is she talking about? Take the trial version of my account, um, of my platform, my NCLEX review. You can see how I teach. You can see, you can make some questions in my question bank. Have a good time. Enjoy yourself in there. Look around. Ask questions. All right. That's what it's about. I don't have anything to hide. I want you guys to make the best decision for yourself. I want you to know that I have videos. I have questions. I have quizzes. I have what you need. Okay. I have what you need. And I also have all these wonderful people on here to also, you know, ask questions with and validate that this is what I do. Okay. No cartoons here. You don't have to worry about who's behind, <laughs> who's behind the review. Um, and it's legit. It's legit. All right, guys, I'm going to get off here. I will see you later. You guys know what I always say. You can, you will, you must pass NCLEX. Do me a favor, scan that code right there. I'll see you guys later. Bye-bye.